You're listening to Living Free and Fulfilled. I'm Katie Bach, your host, a Gemini, yogi, intuitive spiritual guide who believes in the magic and the power, the wisdom that lives inside of you. And that's what this podcast is all about. I am on a mission to empower you to create a life that feels good for you, a life where you can live it your way. Tune in each week to hear from me, to meet new people as they are interviewed, as we share together tips, tools, practices, experiences that have guided us to create a life that feels good so that we can support you on your journey to live a life aligned with your soul as you plug back into yourself rediscover your power, your inner wisdom, and the magic that truly flows throughout you. Are you ready to live free and fulfilled? A new episode starts now. Hey there, listener. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Rini York, our favorite astrologer, and we are diving into Virgo season today amazing, amazing things we're going to talk about. I'm super excited. Rini and I just had like this little conversation about Virgo and I cannot wait to just dive into it with you. So welcome, Rini. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Katie. It's just always such a pleasure to be here. And I too, am so excited to talk about Virgo. Um, like I was saying, you know, the, the spiritual aspect of Virgo is really coming through strong. Um, but I'm just so excited to talk about all of it. So um, yeah, I want to just dive in. <laughs> so, so let's just dive in here, right? What is Virgo about? We know it's the sixth sign in the cycle, right? We know it's earth energy, but give us some more detail. What is Virgo all about, Rini? Yeah, so, you know, it's still one of the interpersonal signs. Um, we just left Leo, which was this fire sign, you know, fixed fire ruled by the sun, all about creativity and um, art and leadership and courage. And now we're really, um, we're going from that fixed fire, we're going to mutable earth. So um, the image that comes to me with mutable earth is like shifting sand dunes, right? So it's earth. And very, um, it's about stability and earth, but it's mutable. So it has this shifting aspect to it that um, is really a wonderful, um, you know, it has this flow and, um, but it's a steady flow. So I love it. It's just such a wonderful thing. Um, Virgo is ruled by Mercury along with Gemini. So it has, you know, it has that ability to adapt and shift and change as well. So those are both mutable signs. Um, Gemini is the mutable air we talked about, but it's all about these, um, the stability that keeps us, you know, that we build things on top of, but recognizing to the, the rhythms that shift and change as we go through the seasons. So um, yeah, I'm so excited. That sounds so awesome. As you were talking about the mutable earth and the shifting sand dunes, I'm just like envisioning this like grounded transformation, right? Like it's this energy of you're grounded, right? But you're able to transform to like sand. If you think of sand, it, it is flowy like water, right? 
it will fall through your fingertips. You can be grounded when you stand on it, right? Um, I mean, sand is one of my favorite things to walk on because the beach is one of my favorite places to be. And sand is probably the most accessible earth aspect for me as a Gemini because I am so airy. Sand gives me that ability to like shift and move, right? And still be grounded. So I just love that we're kind of entering into this energy um, because it just, it really, really aligns with me. And it just sounds exciting to be able to be grounded and stable and yet moving and transforming and kind of flowing with life. Yes. And I love that too, that you said that about the sand and the beach, because it really does capture that feeling, you know, um, of that, that ability to still stand and ground, but move, move through, like you can move through it. You can still stand on it. Um, and, and when it shifts and changes, it's like, it's, it's slow enough that it does, it's not startling. It's not like it doesn't, you know, jar you or anything like that. It, and it's very, um, calming in that way. And so, you know, when we change, you know, and we heal and things like that, and Virgo is very much about healing. It has that aspect where we can heal, um, and shift and change. And, you know, it's like the sand dunes where it's like, it doesn't all avalanche. Yes. Sometimes you have this like rush of change. Um, but in general, it's just always shifting and changing, like how the sand on the beach is always shifting and changing. Um, but there's still that stability. It's not like the whole beach disappears. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just, always in movement, always in creation. And Virgo has that aspect of, you know, we're, we are all always growing and healing and evolving. I love that because it's true. We are always evolving. And that's like one of the biggest things I talk about, um, you know, in like membership and in courses and stuff is like always update your lens. You're always evolving, right? Your truth is always changing. and it's just so, such um, a wonderful energy to come at this time of year, I feel like, because we're about to go into, you know, in the Northern Hemisphere, we're about to go into the fall. Either way, for the Southern Hemisphere, it's the change of seasons, right? So things are beginning to shift. Things are beginning to um, change. And it's just, you know, great to be able to embrace not only the changes that are happening out in nature, but the changes that are happening in yourself from day to day and moment to moment. And I really love this because we've been talking about this idea of manifestation, right? And we've gone through each sign and how we, you know, we spark the intention and we divine embodiment, releasing the old, adapting and then creating that sacred space, pure potential, and then becoming that sovereign, really opening up and being that light and play, carrying that manifestation on. And then we come into Virgo and we kind of come into this space where it's like grounded and it's organized and it's like, let's be stable here. But also, what isn't working for you? Be stable and release. Be stable and transform today to to be able to then bring in this manifestation. Yeah, exactly. And this is really the process of Virgo is really the process of purification. Um, and purification is, is 
this process of getting to the essence, right? It's like getting to the the most pure aspect of something. So like getting to the most pure intention, um, like taking out the clutter, taking out the distractions and really getting down to what's the core um, of what it is you need. So it's like in the manifestation process, it's like releasing those um, things that are creating noise or distracting you and really coming back to the basics and the essence of what it's all about. And that's so, so important when we talk about manifestation, when we talk about life, when we talk about transformation, right? Coming back to that essence to like, um, you know, for a long time, the word pure, like purification kind of like was triggering to me because I'm like, I relate that to perfectionism. But I um, taught a class in the Yamas and Yamas one time and I kind of dove deeper into that because there is a Niyama that literally translates to pure, right? And it, it brings in this idea of being with yourself in the moment, like being present, mindful in the moment with yourself, like just meeting yourself where you are and whatever that looks like, getting down to the essence, right? Being fully in that space. And I just said to Rini before we hit record, I feel like I'm in this goo space between the old self and the new self, right? And that's like the essence of where I'm at. And sometimes we get in those spaces and we're like, okay, can we just move forward now? I know I felt that way quite recently. Um, But there's a reason that you're in this space in this moment, in that goo, right? And there's a process between in, in that transformation and in your manifestation process where you go from your old self who's been trying to manifest And you become this new self that's ready to hold the manifestation. And I think Virgo really kind of opens us up to be fully mindful and pure and and with the moment, the essence of where we're at so that we can recognize what we need, how we're moving and how we can shift like the sand dunes. Yeah, completely. And it's like, I think too, um, because I... I agree with you, you know, that the word pure and purification has a lot of connotations and a lot of associations. And so I feel it too, when I, when I say it, and it's like, I think that's all about the stories of what's good and bad. And it's like, pure is triggering when it's associated with good and impure with bad. But when we take the story of, you know, and the judgment out of it of good and bad, then it's about the purification process, getting down to the essence that it, like you said, it's not bad that you're in the goo. It's just, it just is right. And that's just the essence of it. And it allows, you know, acceptance really allows us to have um, that wholeness of our experience. Right. So, you know, it's interesting you said that because judgment is one of the, I'll say like the, the struggles of Virgo is there's a lot of judgment and acceptance is like the work of Virgo to be able to accept things, even when they're messy, right? Like Virgo likes to keep things in order because, you know, it's like the messy is about where it's not in order. And even like, if you think of like sand, when you mix water and sand, it's not actually messy, like mud is, right? Like dirt and water is like messy. So there's 
aspect of Virgo that, that doesn't like the messy because it just wants to have this like crystal clear clarity. And when you have that with acceptance of where you're at, that's like the highest vibration of, of Virgo. That's like that high priestess energy. I so love that the high priestess comes in here because I have to say anytime, you know, there's a tarot deck or anything, I always want the high priestess to come out for me. Like, I don't know why I just want to be that high priestess, right? It's so like, sounds so incredible. And (laughs) it's such a powerful time in Virgo season two, because like, you're saying that acceptance, right? That brings you into the highest vibration of this time of, you know, everything that's unfolding in nature. And, and like Rini always says, I'm going to quote Rini here, you know, we are mirrors of nature, right? We're, we're just mirrors of what's happening in nature. And so Virgo, that's the challenge of Virgo, like you said, is judgment. But if we can be in the essence of the moment, right? And just like mindful, notice the judgment and then kind of shift it into acceptance. Then we actually step into that high priestess role and we are able to create that organization, organization, create the rituals, create the routines that serve us while also being able to flow because we're practicing that acceptance. Exactly. Yes. And it's like, you know, I, I love how you put that. That was just so beautiful. And it's like, you know, it is, I love that, you know, Virgo has the, the foundational elements of like your health and well-being, and, you know, on all levels um, and the routines and rituals that support you to have that acceptance, right? Because it, it does take that foundation. It takes that day to day, you know, um, those, those rhythms and routines. Um, and that's what allows us to expand, right, to that high priestess energy, Um, because otherwise we'd just be worn out, you know, so yeah, I love that. Yeah, and I think too, when we talk about the energy of acceptance, when we talk about the energy of being in the essence of the moment, of being, you know, mindful and purely present, meeting the moment where it is, and when we bring in that element of manifestation, it really all kind of builds upon the routines, the rituals that you do to support yourself. I mean, even if we go backwards into the other signs, that's how you create sacred space. That's how you stay connected to your light, to your play, to your your inner power, right? That's how you recognize what's not working for you and let it go, how you communicate clearly and you know how you embodiment and, and discover those intentions and those passions that you want to spark, right? I think I just went through all the signs already. So. We talked about, <laughs> but it is within those. I used to be a person. I was like, of course, I'm Gemini. I'm like, I just want to be free. I don't want to have routines. I don't want rituals. I don't want to like all these things because I want to flow freely. And then I realized that it was actually creating more being stuck, more blocked and less feeling free by not having specific routines and rituals built into my day. The whole thing with it is when your routine and ritual gets knocked out of, out of play, when you can't have it as you do every other day, the acceptance comes in there, right? Totally. And, you know, the aspect of the, you know, it being mutable is that they're allowed to shift and change. I've had that. I've struggled with um, having routine, but then it's like, if I'm not doing it, then, you know, I have all this judgment, but it's like, 
if I let it change and grow with me and shift with where I'm at, then, you know, it's so much easier to maintain a routine. Like, I think the word routine is, you know, or like discipline, those two words can have, they can be really loaded. But I think the thing is, is it can be whatever you want it to be, and it can shift and change as it needs to. Um, And, you know, we don't need to be perfect. We're human, you know? Absolutely. I, I, you know, for me, I can think of one solid example about specifically what we're talking about, about routines and rituals. There have been periods of time in my life where I have had the routine. I wake up in the morning and I do a meditation. If I'm before I get out of bed, if I, you know, get out of bed and then I sit down and I do a meditation, if I sit outside, whatever it might be. And then there are times when I am unable to sit still. And so instead I shift that routine to as I'm making breakfast, I have my earbuds in and I still listen to the meditation. And I've really found like, it's just not about judging myself that I'm unable to sit still. Because also, we, we have to remember that our body and our brain functions in such a way where when you're in the space of doing and doing and doing, and you're like massively creating things, and you're doing a lot of things. And I'm not saying you're overworking. I'm just saying you're in the space of doing, right? It becomes harder to shift from doing to being, which is when you can sit still and you can be fully in that meditation. And so really it's about having that routine and ritual, like Rini said, but allowing yourself to transform it, like allowing it to transform with you and where you're at, wherever it is that you are, just meeting yourself in the moment you're at and saying, okay, well, my routine is to do meditation in the morning. I just really can't sit still. So I'm going to walk and do it, or I'm going to make breakfast and do it and trust that you're still getting the benefit you needed in that day. Exactly. And I love that because that that's also that like coming down to the essence of what it's about. It's not about how long are you sitting? It's not about where you're sitting. It's not, you know, and, and, um, everyone, or not everyone, but people have this idea of like, oh, you know, meditation is hard because I have to sit on a cushion and I have to do this and it has to be every single day and, you know, and all these things. And it can actually look in so many different ways. I mean, if you're training in that specialty, then maybe there are rules around that. But just if you're using it as a tool for your personal wellness, for your personal growth, then you can create the rules, the environment, all of the details around it. So, you know, you can just come down to the essence of, you know, maybe you're just laying in bed breathing and that's your meditation. I mean, it's totally fine. So I, I love that. It's like coming down to the essence. It's like, you don't have to sit still, you know, if you can't, you can still do your meditation. You can be walking your dog and you can be doing your meditation, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I think that as we enter into this Virgo energy, this is an essential piece of discovering your inner freedom, discovering your inner peace manifesting your dreams and your desires and, you know, creating that life is really coming to the essence of yourself. What's the essence of your intention? Like, what is the essence of who you are? What is the essence of the moment? 
and really meeting yourself in that space and then taking the time to evaluate the routines and rituals you have in place, the systems, the order, you know, the organization, right? And adjusting or actually putting it in place because there was a time in my life where I had to do that and I had to be like, whoa, Katie, this is why you are feeling chaotic. We need a little bit of order. And um, it's so funny, we keep talking about organization and systems and lists and order and Virgo. And I just started watching the home edit on Netflix. Yeah. And that's what they do. They organize, right? They order and they organize and they, they create systems. And um, I wonder if those ladies are Virgos. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's so satisfying to see because when, when we don't have that organization, when we don't have the systems within our home, in our spaces, in our atmosphere, then we tend to have a lack of clarity because we can't even get down to the essence of the moment. There's so much chaos and clutter that's in the space. We can't get to that essence. We can't get into that space to really be in that the pure moment and meet the moment where it is. And um, I know like myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to organize my house like this because there's so much stuff from kids. There's toys, there's all kinds of stuff everywhere. And I'm not judging that, but I've recognized for myself, I need a little bit more organization. I need a little bit more order so that I feel, you know, I don't like to go to bed at night without the counter cleaned off because if I wake up in the morning and it's a mess, then I feel like my whole day starts in this chaos. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. And and I love what you said too. I want to go back when you were talking about really getting to know, um, you know, yourself and really coming back to that um, and that place of you know, peace inside. And, you know, this aspect of Virgo, you know, the symbol for Virgo is the Virgin. And the reason that it is the Virgin is because the symbol of the Virgin is this woman's energy for she had to take on that, that shift that happens in her energy from becoming a partner, from becoming a mother, where she is her own sovereign being. And she it's like she she is in contact with her own essence. It's like once you've gone through that process of becoming a mother, and it's like you know the the challenges of like sometimes hard to separate your energy of being who you are and your energy of being a mother, right? And so so this Virgo really is about you know sacred sexuality, sacred sovereignty of who you are as an essence of your own being without the other attachments that we can develop in our life. Right. And that's, that's why it's about this like purity and essence. It's like before anything has been shifted in our energy, who are you at a core level? I love, love, love that because it's so true. If it's motherhood, if it's partnership, if it's becoming an adult, right. Taking on these, these other aspects, um, we all get jaded. Yeah, right. We all get pulled away from who we are at our essence, at our core. And um, even when we're, you're talking about sacred sovereignty and really like, I feel like Leo is this space where we step into that sovereignty, where we say, yes, I am the sovereign. And then we get to Virgo and it's like, okay, let's really come to the essence of this sovereignty. Let's come into the essence of who am I and what systems, what boundaries, what order, what routines and rituals do I need to support me to stay at this level of of sacred sovereignty to stay at this essence of who I am how do I get back to myself yes 
Exactly. Um, yes, that was so beautiful. And it's, you know, I know you and I both in the work that we do, um, it's, it's so important, this returning to ourselves, you know, like this, this returning home to your own being is such a powerful place to be. And it's really when we're in our fullest power, and whether it's manifesting, or you know, whatever it is, we're in our greatest power here and now. Absolutely. That is like, if you take nothing away from this podcast, that right there, we are in our greatest power. You are in your greatest power here and now in this moment, like this moment holds all the potential, all the opportunities, all the possibilities that you could ever imagine and beyond when you get into the moment, right? When you get into that essence, when you get into that sacred space in the moment, the here and now. Love that. So how can the listener connect to this Virgo energy um, and really kind of implement this sacred sovereignty, getting to the essence, creating these routines and systems? So, you know, I think really the best way is to really look at what are the, what are the things that you need that support you in your highest vibration. So really just looking at, you know, the nuts and bolts of, you know, if I do one thing, like I need to do this and really just prioritize yourself, your, you know, your needs, your health, your wellness, um, and, you know, create, create your system around it, like create, you know, your schedule around it, your day around it. And, and I would say do it as a, um, you know, this, so this is one that rather than visualize, I would say, do it, you know, it's a very, it's about just come back to it. And if, you know, when you notice that you are having difficulty doing it, it's not about judging it, accept it how it is, and then just come back. You know, if it needs to shift and change, then let it shift and change. I love that. And so would sand be a good way to connect to this energy too? Yeah, I would definitely say, um, you know, if you do want to visualize even just like feeling that sensation of sand and and how, like you said, you can hold it and it falls through your fingertips or you're like, you put your feet in it. Um, or if you have any kinds of things with sand on it, you, you know, like there's those vases with sand, you know, like the sand pictures or different, um, you know, I've seen different things where it's like the sand, you can kind of tip it back and forth. So any kind of thing with sand would be a beautiful way to really look at Virgo energy and keep that really present um, on your altar. And, you know, I would say the other thing is, um, you know, you can be doing lists, you can be like organizing things, you can be clearing clutter, tending to your health and wellness. And when I think of distilling things or purification, clarity, you know, for me, it's still a powerful symbol to use like distilled water. It's gone through that process. You know, other things that have gone through that distillation process are essential oils. So, you know, it's, it's the, the output of the purification process. And that's why they're so potent, right? That's why little drops of that are so potent because they've actually been distilled and that's that purification process of Virgo. And you said essential oils. I always um, describe essential oils as the essence of the plant. Exactly. It's it's the essence. It's been, like you said, purified into the essence and that's why they're so powerful. I love that. So this would be a time to 
that closet you wanted to organize or your, you know, routines and rituals you wanted to really implement into your life. This is the time. This is the energy to be in that. And to remember that when you fall off the bandwagon, it's okay. You can always jump back on, right? Maybe just the wagon, not the bandwagon. That might not be the right thing to say, but you get what I'm trying to say. If you fall off, it's okay. Accept it. Take a breath and say, okay, how do I get back into this essence, into this space, right? And because um, a lot of times I feel like when we we create our systems, right, we create our routines and we're in it and then we kind of fall off of it, we start to get in judgment because we get away from the essence of the moment, right? We start to judge ourselves. Well, if I fall off today, then it's going to affect tomorrow. And then I'm not going to you know, do it the next day. And it's going to, we kind of get in the space of this is going to create this domino effect. Yet, if you just say, okay, I'm accepting today, what's really going on with me? Why am I falling out of the routine? Is it no longer working for me? Like getting back into the essence of who you are, like, is this not working for me anymore? Is this why I'm not motivated to do it or staying, you know, in the system, in the routine, you know, you have that power. And I believe that's part of sacred sovereignty, you know? Exactly. And it's like honoring your humanity. And it's like, we don't need to be perfect. You know, we, the first thing we go to is it's something about me and maybe it's not, maybe it's like, maybe the, you know, like sometimes our day just goes to shit. (laughs) Like that's reality. And sometimes it's because it needs to change. And it's like, you know what, maybe today, I don't need to do this. Maybe today I need to do it in this other way. Absolutely. I totally agree. So Virgo season, Rini and I want to hear from you. Send us a message, Facebook, Instagram, tag us in a post, a story, and let us know what you are doing to create, you know, the systems, the boundaries, the routines that support you at the core of who you are. And Allow yourself to create those moments to really pause and get into the essence of the moment. We want to hear about both of those things, right? So pick one, do both, tag us, let us know. We cannot wait to hear from you about what you are doing this Virgo season to really get into that energy of shifting sand dunes, of mutable earth, and really becoming that sacred sovereign. Love this astrology stuff. I'm having so much fun with it. Same here. Thank you, listener, for being here. Thank you, Rini, for being here and sharing all this valuable information with us. We are so grateful. It is my honor, really. Well, it is our honor as well. (laughs) So, listener, if you are enjoying the podcast, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. Love to get your feedback. Drop a review. Send me a message. Let me know how you're feeling about the podcast. And if there's anything you really want us to talk about on here, would love to know that as well. So lots of love and gratitude. I will meet you back here next week.